You are listening to the Mind Body Musings podcast with your host, Madeline Moon. Welcome to episode 249 of podcast. Five years in and we're still going. Oh my goodness. It's just so amazing every time I reflect on the past five years of doing this show every single week and the amazing guests I've had and I remember like when I first got started I thought what if I run out of guests what will I do this is such a funny thought now because it's there's no such thing as running out of guests especially because you as a host are continuously evolving and changing and growing so you're capacity to be interviewing people who are interesting at any given moment keeps growing and evolving and changing so if anyone is considering a podcast and is worried you're gonna run out of guests you never ever will and today's guest is no different she is just as special as I if I met her five years ago or if I met her today and her name is Taylor Simpson she is coming on the podcast to talk all about being a online business coach and mindset teacher she is also the host of the podcast a tailored adventure to happiness and she is a motivational speaker she's passionate about helping women break through their blocks dissolve limiting beliefs so they can begin creating the life and or business they desire fearlessly As someone who once dealt with severe social anxiety due to deep-rooted insecurities and let perfectionism hold her back, she's determined to make sure other women see their true potential and begin to shine their bright light unapologetically. As the founder of The Money Mindset Masterclass and the online business building tribe, she's helped hundreds of women transform their mindsets and lives. You're going to hear at the beginning of this episode a little bit of girl crush on girl crush because we love each other so forgive us for that moment of very high-pitched speaking but um, she's just a gym and I really really appreciate the work that she's doing and how she does it so you'll need to follow along her journey on Instagram if you really vibe with her and I hope you love this episode but before we go into that as I had mentioned earlier and don't skip this if you are a skipper don't skip this um, I had mentioned that I'm doing a my musings section where I'm going to answer a user's or a user's a listener's question for about three to five minutes worth of my answer so I'm actually going to set a timer because I know myself and I will go on and on and on for like 10 minutes and my goal is to make these really quick and brief punches of what to do or some insight and wisdom in these situations so here is the question from Lena Hi, my name is Lena, and I've been devouring your content since I found it a couple weeks ago. I want to thank you for your teachings and to ask if you perhaps wanted to do an episode diving deeper into boundaries and the protective way that our masculine can use anger to say no, enabling our femininity to flow with more love, if I've understood this correctly. This message has helped me so much. About a month ago, I found out that my boyfriend had been unfaithful our whole marriage. A discovery that was extra problematic since I'm pregnant. The first three weeks were a horror of being completely controlled by rage at the same time as I felt so afraid that I wouldn't give positive energy to my little seed and feeling so ashamed that I wasn't spiritual when I was so angry. It was after listening to you for two weeks every free moment that I eventually could come to terms with my feelings by seeing the rage as a signal that I needed to set a boundary since my boyfriend wanted us to continue as if nothing had happened. I could visualize it as a masculine force that wanted to keep me safe and thereby being something born out of love for me. Within the container of these boundaries, 
I could start feeling love and happiness for my little seed and connection again because the rage could flow to the boundary and the love could play around inside my body at the same time. This is just starting up within me. The concept is so very new to me that I need to process it a lot. But this will be the first time I don't feel bad because I'm angry when someone has done me wrong. It's such a relief to be able to make peace with the emotion and even to start to love what it does for me. Alright, so your girl here is setting her timer. Three, two, one. Alright, here we go. So, very first thing that I want to say is, Lena, I so acknowledge you in your fullest for what you just said here, that having this masculine force that wanted to keep you safe, thereby let the love play all around inside you at the same time. And I know you're looking for more insight, but also at the same time, I just want to worship and love and praise where you are at now, because you got it, my love, you got it. This is on point of what happens. And I think by you sharing this, you actually just taught a lot of other people how to come about emotionally embracing themselves while also standing firm in their boundary. Here's what I will say, though, to add my, my uh, perspective on this. First, when the heart is connected to the emotion, it is not harmful, it is helpful. When the heart is disconnected, when we have disconnected rage, this is what comes out as abusive. This is when we yell at our partner and we're not fully there and we're just screaming because we're also disassociating so we don't really feel the pain. And they're left mostly in the dark feeling there's nothing that can be done. They're here, but they're not really here. They're being yelled all sorts of things at and that, you know, hurt people hurt people. So it can create more damage. Now, what we don't want to get rid of, though, is the rage altogether so that we please everyone. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is when you right now in this moment, for anyone who's feeling full of rage, if you're not driving, when you close your eyes and you touch base with your heart space, really go in your heart and then within the heart space, go into your yearning. Because underneath her desire, underneath the desire for him to not cheat, which is very obvious, the next desire is a yearning to be seen and loved completely for who you are and not feel like your partner needs anybody else, isn't going to lie to you, isn't going to drop you, isn't going to betray you, isn't going to violate you in that way by making you feel safe to be vulnerable and then turn their back on you. Your desire is within all those things to be fully seen, to be fully loved, and to be fully claimed. When you allow your heart space to go into that place, to go into the place of like, why are you angry? Why are you raging? What's the desire beneath the rage? And present that to your partner, reveal that to your partner. That's where the true sacred anger is practiced is when you're experiencing your anger and your rage but you're doing it in a way that's heart connected bonus is if you're making eye contact and if you are allowing yourself to cry and you are keeping your body open sometimes at the workshops that i go to when we see these practices take place and the women reveal their heart's truth they cave they go down they fall to their knees they put their forehead on the ground and they're just totally in the fetal position. And one thing that 
um, the teachers always do is pull them back up, get them back on their feet, say, no, 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 no. That's your habitual pattern of falling to the ground. No, shoulders back, look him in the eye and tell him how you feel and cry and scream, but stay connected to your heart. The next thing that I will say, I'm coming up on three minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, the next thing that I will say is if you are going to enter your masculinity in this moment and to set your own boundaries, also become the master of time and space. If you are going to keep this person in your life, let them know how long of time you need to yourself to process, to feel, and when you will be back. So set the whole boundary, not just with yourself, but if you're keeping this person around, let them know too what is happening. Hey, I need time to process this. I'm going to be off the grid for a week. I will contact you in seven days. Don't contact me in the meantime. I really need to feel what's coming up for me. And then in seven days, if you're not done, that's completely fine, but follow true with your word in the same way you would want your partner to do that. So let them know seven days later, hey, I need more time. I need five more days. I will get back to you in five more days. This is just my encouragement. Remember, you don't have to do any of this at all. I'm not in your position. I'm not in your shoes right now. And you're experiencing so many things. But if you want to come from this, from the angle of the feminine and masculine, and you're not quite sure if you want to have this person in your life or not, this is how you can gently guide them as you guide yourself too. And it's sovereign. So if you choose to have this person stay in your life, you have to fully choose it as well. Sovereignty, sovereignty, sovereignty. That means having personal ownership. I have many points in my life where I would date a kind of guy and then they do the kind of thing they always do. And then I would say something like, this always happens to me. Rather than owning my own patterns and my choice to stay with this person, I would make it into, I would make myself into a victim. And I had the last straw of this last year. I did something where I dated someone and they did something that I knew they were going to do. And why did this happen to me? And I, in that moment, decided, no, I chose this. I chose to date this person. I'm going to claim that. Doesn't make it good or bad, but I'm going to claim that. And so if you continue to see this person, you also want to claim that. I'm in my personal power. I'm empowered. I'm going to choose to continue to date this person. Therefore, I'm not a victim to these circumstances. I know what happened and I'm still with them. So part of that, too, is learning to come to forgiveness. But you can't come to forgiveness unless you feel your feelings. So I'm so in acknowledgement of you, Lena, for feeling what's coming up for you. I plan to go into this deeper, but for now, I just wanted to give a tidbit on what you can do in a situation like this. So remember those few things. Stay connected to your heart when you're feeling rage. Become the master of time and space. Reveal how you truly feel when you are in that rage mode or anger or, or sadness, grief. Because grief is always what is underneath rage and anger. And have sovereignty in your choices. Okay. Time to speak with Taylor. What other announcements do I have? Oh, yes. If you want more of this conversation around having sovereignty and being the master of time and space and the feminine and the masculine, the Feminine Spirit School is going to be launching very soon. So keep your eyes out for the dates on that, I will reveal those on my Instagram, on my website, and in my email list. So if you are interested in joining us for the Feminine Spirit School, my first program on the feminine and the masculine and darkness and ancestral lineage and healing and sensuality and sexuality and every single thing you possibly want, held in a safe container with sisterhoods, basically taking what happens in my weekend retreats and putting it into a online program with a solid sisterhood that you will be able to lean on for life. If you are interested in the Feminine Spirit School, 
keep up to date with me. Listen to the podcast. Tune in for that. Email me if you want to go ahead and be one of those people that signs up early in advance. You are so welcome to do so. And I am looking forward to diving into that. For now, though, we are going to talk about money manifestation and letting money flow and money blocks and all of those really juicy money topics with the one, the only Taylor Simpson. Okay, so Taylor, I just have to tell you that I absolutely adore and love and cherish you and everything that you are and your spirit and your soul. I just like I, I there's something about your energy. Every time I look at my Instagram stories and I just see your bright, big eyed, shiny, beautiful, happy face. I'm just like, I just want to like be your friend in real life. Oh my God. I love you. Like literally I'm just like, I likewise, isn't it funny how we do that? I see your Instagram stories and listen to your beautiful message and see your big bright blue eyes. And I'm like, I just love her so much. (laughs) (laughs) So likewise, sister, likewise. I love like your energy. There's something about it that I just like really Mm -hmm. like, especially right now I was telling you, I'm like going through this really interesting period of life, uh, which is transitioning and like, kind of resting, <laughs> like resting yep. after just a whirlwind of um, a, a half year, like the past half year mm-hmm. has just been crazy. But I get on my Instagram and I see like the way that you speak and um, this energy that you just like can translate through your stories, through your posts. It's so, the best word for it, it's so en- enlivening. Like I just feel a lot of life from your spirit. Oh my gosh. I can literally cry because that's something that I stifled for many years. So like that is like, that's gold to me. Like that is like my love language is, is being seen for who I am. And so I just, I, I really truly receive that like so hardcore. Hey, okay, good. Good, good, good. Oh, thank you. I love it. Oh okay. First question for you today. Yes. And this can yes. be anything at all. It does not have to be business related career related anything what are you musing about in life what has you really intrigued oh my gosh um what has me intrigued gosh so like the word like we were just kind of talking beforehand the word curious like interesting are like my my words my words and so I really loving um how I view myself from the world. Like I have been getting really into, for someone who dealt with a lot of um, severe social anxiety and major lack of confidence, I, I, I'm really loving understanding how I'm showing up in the world and like dissecting that. Does that make sense? Like I'm like, I am I'm, I'm obsessed with micromanaging, like 
who I am and make in like loving finding out like who I am. Like if something triggers me, I'm like, Ooh, what's that? <gasps> like, what, yeah. Like, so like, like, I've been just like, that's been my, like my husband and I like, like dissect each other. Like we're like, so what does that mean? Like, what about when you're five years old? How, how does that relate to today? Like I just like, that's been my thing lately. It's just like, like I like love figuring out what my issues are and my my like dark my shadows are like we I'm are upset. such freaks we are <laughs> such freaks. I am like the best kind of freaks though because this is like the freakiness that needs to go across the lens but I'm Literally. the same way I've been triggered by this one particular situation over the past year and it's shown up in my life so many different ways like the same kind oh. of trigger and oh. it's just been coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and it, it came today too this oh, and it's God, a very yeah. unique trigger it's not something people run into every day and it's just like really opened up my eyes and today but I'll probably an hour before we had this call actually something yeah. happened and I got to watch the way that I have changed my reaction mm-hmm. and I actually implemented a strategy I know I'm being so vague people are like what are you talking about I want to know but I had to implement a strategy to kind of protect myself from this happening a particular way and I did so and the situation came up today so we'll just call it boundaries like a boundary and like I felt I saw the the same trigger cycle happen like it was starting to build up but I was watching it in a completely new way after having been thrown into the lion's den in this so many times and like it's fascinating to be able to watch it and just like take that bird's eye view and be like what's up trigger like what are you doing where are you coming from oh I see the way that you see the way that you see the trigger and like you just keep going all these layers up Oh my gosh, yes. Like total goosebumps listening to you say that. Like I don't even know what the scenario is, but I've got goosebumps for you because when you have those moments of being able to watch it from a bird's eye view, like you you know you've done something with yourself when you're able to like have that moment and and really embrace it and watch it and learn from it. It's it's a magical place to be. Do you have something that you can share with us like one of these things of how you've been watching yourself? Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I was hoping you'd ask because it's juicy. Um, so, such a weirdo. Um, so actually, it's perfect because I am, I am this year, I am in a mastermind um, and it's filled with a lot of amazing, successful women. Um, and I have a, I did not realize that it was like so deep rooted. Like I thought I over there done that and I, nope, I brushed it all under the rug and it all came pouring out. So I have a major fear of, um, of, uh, I don't want to call it abandonment of women, but of being talked about and being disliked by women. So growing up, um, huge chunk of my story is I, I moved to a new school, a middle, middle school, yay, um, <laughs> and was made fun of for my outfits. Mm. My like, got, went to a brand new school on top of the world, my pink pants glitter all over my face. I mean, I'm like ready to be the cool kid and was very much not the cool kid the second I walked in. And that led to people then, um, I, I morphed myself obviously to fit their needs because, you know, that's what you do. And then my personality became too much and my personality got made fun of because I talked too much, talked too fast. I was just too much. So I got made fun of and rejected by a lot of girls growing up and I did my best to try to fit in and change who I was to get into the cool club, which then I got into the cool club, but then that was miserable. Um, So as I'm in this mastermind with like the cool club, like the cool kids, I was like, 
oh my God, I got to make sure I don't say anything stupid. I don't like say anything that could be rude. I'm a very like curt person. So sometimes my, um, like just, I'm not, it's like very like, I'm just like real. Like I just say literally what's on my mind. And sometimes it can come off as like, oh wow, she's like super honest and that's kind of bitchy. So Mm -hmm. I, I was finding myself filtering who I was and I'm like, whoa, we, we got over this. Like we've been doing this work. Like you're just yourself. And so I had to have a connected, I really connected deeply with one of the women, the mastermind. And I told her, I was like, look, I'm having some like real struggles right now and just laid it out. And she was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. And so I told the other women in the group that I became close with like, guys, I hope you love me. And this is my struggles right now. So I like, that's my, my, my way of working through triggers is I just talk about them out loud with anyone that's around me. I could probably sound like a crazy person, but like I just literally told all the women that it was like in the hotel room. I'm like, yeah, so this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm working through. And of course they're all like, you're like the nicest person. Why would we like think you're a bitch? And I'm like, you know? Um, so it was, that was like, and that just happened like a month and a half ago. So that was like brand new. And so I'm still like, as we're having calls, it still comes up and I watch it like the bird's eye view, like you said. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting. You're feeling a vulnerability hangover for what you said. But as long as I say it in my truth, I have to release the fear of someone taking it away. That's not the way I put it out as. So that's their problem, not mine. So that's how I've healed from it and really like really kind of moved through it and passed it. Oh my God. I thank you so much for sharing this because we all relate on some level of having a old fear, old trauma, old wound come rear its head in a time where you think you definitely moved past it. I don't have this anymore. <laughs> like, like I was talking to a, um, a client earlier today and I was saying how like all of this is so, 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 so nonlinear and it never will be. It's like always you're just going to be going through a lot of this because you're going to be thrown in these situations with new people in different ways and you're going you're gonna to come at it every time differently. But what I love that you're like a lot of times people say, you know, speak up to release the shame. Shame shuts up when you speak up. And this is so true. But like when you actually look at the act of doing this, mm-hmm. this is what it looks like. It looks like, oh, ouch, I don't feel good. Let me talk about this right now in this group of women. Like that's what it looks like. And it's going to feel scary depending on what you're saying. Like another example to kind of just um, string this into a different kind of instance to share your truth. Yeah. Like I, there was a guy the other day I went on a date with and he was just like, so I just want you to know that I'm feeling really attracted to you right now and I'm really liking this and this feels really good. <laughs> and it was just like this honest, boom, truth and everyone's nervous okay. systems just like went to ease because then he spoke the truth, I knew the truth and I do stuff like that now too. I'll just start to speak my mind a bit more in that kind of way like, hey, this feels really comfortable or uncomfortable. Like, hey, I'm having this really odd thought right now and just validating it yourself. And then if you're around a group of people who are doing their work in life too, like they're going to love to validate that experience with you and it all gets released. Not completely mm-hmm. 100%, never to come back again, but piece <laughs> by piece by piece. Yes. And when you're able to get to that place, like it's like, oh, this isn't as hard as I always made it like seem like we kind of make a like a bigger deal of the things that we fear and it's just natural human nature but when we get there especially with stuff around speaking up if you come from a place of 
being challenged with that, it's like, it's amazing. It's like anyone listening, just, just even like a baby step, like just share if you're like, Hey, I feel really awkward in this conversation right now. Like just say it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this experiment. I, it's great. Really. And it's a life changer. It's a game changer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay, you're on here today because you're beautiful and I love you and all these wonderful things. And I really want to talk to you about um, money blocks. Yes. And I want to take the the topic of manifestation deeper. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest and upfront with you too. Right now, I'm gonna bring it, girl. Example. Bring it. <laughs> I have like ugh about manifestation right now. Yes, I love it. I <laughs> love it. Like, yeah, there's something really ugh about it. And I'll tell you yep. one of the things that comes up for me. Um, there's a, there's a graphic that floats around on Instagram and it's like rainbow. It's like this, these hands that are holding rainbows and it's like, maybe it's manifestation. Maybe it's white women privilege and like, yeah. And every time I see this, I have like this really mixed response because on one hand I want to say, uh, what? Like, I just want to be like, I don't understand. Like, how can you, how is manifestation only limited to this uh, one group of people? And hey, that's not fair. And then on the other hand, I want to be like, okay, I can get it. There is a lot of privilege. I have a lot of privilege. I've had a lot given to me. I'm not a self-made woman. I've had mentors, teachers, coaches. I've had a father that's put me through college and like paid for it and continues to support me in numerous ways as an adult. And I understand that. So something about that, though, and about hearing how manifestation is this like white privilege uh, term that has uh, totally expanded and created awareness has made me back away from it because I don't want to uh, come from an angle of like totally ignoring all the other walks of life and acting like something is super simple. But Taylor... Deep down, I absolutely believe you can create what you want. So it's like this really odd battle that's going on between my head, between my, I don't want to step on any toes. And then also like, but I also truly believe that people are capable doing different work. It's going to look different for every single person, the kind of work they have to do to manifest. And we all have a mind. We all have a brain. It doesn't matter what our color is. We all have a mind and manifestation and creating what you want is always going to start within the body, no matter what. Um, okay, yes. so I'm going to just stop it there. I love that. No, I thank you for sharing that. So, what comes to mind as you're? I'm, I am like a visual, visual person, so I'm seeing this, this, uh, you know, this image, and what they're, what they're missing. Um, in my opinion, is when you compare a white person um, to a non-white person, a female to a male. Um, what is there to compare manifestation to? manifestation is is just energy it's just like wavelengths and each of us are energy so they're actually not even like equivalent they're not like like they're equivalent but they're just one like they are just a white person a female manifesting a chapstick I'm looking at chapstick right now on my desk like it's all the same thing so what I I think what they're trying to kind of um, dance around with is, is you know, you manifested that, you know, dream car because white privilege, right? And no, not necessarily. It's that maybe your mom did buy it for you, but how about that other person that we're neglecting, that hardworking, non-white privileged person 
How about the car that they manifested that they actually worked really fucking hard for? Mm. Like, right. It's, it, it's, it's one and the same, like money, a dream car, a human, you, me, we're all the exact same privilege has to be like left out of it. Like if it comes down to manifestation, that's on a whole nother, um, just a bit different ball game. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense to me. I'm, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad I brought that up. I appreciate me your, too. Yeah. Me too. Okay, because that's the first that step. Thing. I gotta, I gotta like get on board with manifestation for yeah, this girl, to be a great interview it. for me to like really come <laughs> at it fully and head on. I gotta clear the container here. I love um, it. I love it. Okay, so other than that, though, I'm sure there's still some like icky feelings around manifestation here and there for people. Like it doesn't yep. work. It doesn't work for me. Yep. It only works for them. Um, it's frustrating because I can write down this same line that I am abundance and everything Mm -hmm. wants to come to me, but nothing has shifted. Nothing has changed. Why does that happen? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that question so much. So it's really easy to, to your, especially with social media and Pinterest, like you see the affirmations everywhere. Like I am beautiful. And then you're like, no, I'm not like, or I am a millionaire. No, I'm not. Um, so it's easy to see this and do them and then wonder while well, I'm doing what Instagram told me to do. Why is nothing happening? Um, and it's really because so when it when it comes to manifestation, it's allowing yourself to tap into the power of your subconscious mind along with the universe, with the wavelength, the vortex that's around us, which is physics. It's just energy. Like that's all that manifestation is involved in is energy. Your thoughts are energy that future you with your dream car. That's energy as well. Um, and so when it when it comes to not being able to see that result right away, I, I challenge you to look at it from a different perspective. Think, okay, so I'll break down the, how the subconscious mind works. So your subconscious mind is like a computer hard drive. We won't get too nerdy here. So it's like a computer hard drive and only knows everything that you've seen, done, felt, experienced in the past. And this could be what your parents told you, what you saw on a commercial when you were five years old, everything, like everything. And it wants to deliver it because it's computer hard drive. It wants to deliver the thought that matches what you're feeling at that moment fast. Like that's why you have automatic negative thoughts because they're there. Like they're like, I'm here waiting for you. And so when we are saying those affirmations of I am you know, making all the money I desire, your subconscious mind is like, well, let me look in the past. Nope. Going through some more files. Nope. Nope. Not there. You have nothing to match for it. So it's no wonder when we're saying these, these Pinterest affirmations that nothing happens. And so when you switch it to, I am in the process of allowing all the money I desire to come into my life. Your subconscious mind is like, well, I can't predict the future. And she's actually believing that because when you say I'm in the process of your, your, your body feels that as, well, that's believable. I can believe that. It's your subconscious mind is like, well, she's kind of believing that. So let me run with that. Let me now look for opportunities, listening on conversations. Those are those moments then that when you're at the coffee shop and you overhear someone who's looking for help at a certain job that you're an expert in. And so allowing yourself to even just that, that is a teeny, just a first step you can do is I am in the process of to start rewiring your subconscious mind to look in a different layer. And then also energetically when you are choosing 
to focus on I am in the process of versus just I am, you are raising your your vibrations. You're focusing on that future you. And with that, those those think of kind of like wavelengths going out of your body and they're a little higher up because they're more future thinking. I'm in the process of that means right now I'm doing it. That means there's something happening around me versus like I am is like dead. It's like dud, like nothing's happening. Um, and so when those your your vibrations raise, it then finds the universe goes kind of like trying to match, not even trying, it just does it automatically. It's matching that future you with all the money you desire, for example, it's matching you eventually to that energy wavelength. So if you can see my hands, I'm like (laughs) swimming right now. So like, it's just like waves, the the you high elevated now thinking I'm in the process of, okay, okay, okay. And then the future you is going to eventually meet and they're going to meet together. Obviously there's a lot of other work that needs to happen in between. It's not just like, poof, there's your car. But that's just a place for people to understand why they are not feeling it and why they haven't seen any results whatsoever. It's because your subconscious mind is like, yeah, no. (laughs) Okay. So you're saying I am in the process of is better than I am blank. So what about, what about beauty? What about like Mm self-confidence? So you're saying that it wouldn't be the best path to take to go in front of a mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am confident, but rather I am in the process of feeling beautiful. I'm in the process so for, of feeling Totally. So for that one, a good one to say is today I feel more beautiful than yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that one feels more like it's rewiring the, like the present yes. right now based off of the past experience. Yes. Like okay. with every second you're moving and you're like, okay, I, I think I can like myself a little more now. I think and you kind of do these baby steps. So even if you are trying to create a stronger body, you wake up, you're like today I am stronger than I was yesterday. And your subconscious mm. is like, well, technically, yeah, you are. Um, and same with beauty. Okay. Wow. I love this. This is really interesting. (laughs) What about like, okay, when it comes to manifesting practices, because I'm speaking for myself. I have so many practices in my life and I'm just like, I do meditation. I do Kundalini. I do (laughs) yoga. I do my pleasure practice. I dance. I am tired. (laughs) So it's like, I want to, I want to know what are like the on the side of the spectrum of like the light daily tools you recommend people throw in, they sprinkle into their day. Mm-hmm. Cause I have a few of these that I've been doing for a couple years now. And for me, they're a little bit stale. Like I I'm bored yeah. of them and I can share those as well, but I'm more interested of course in hearing what you have to say. But then I'm also curious on like when you want to buckle down and you want to, you want to go deep into your money beliefs. Like for example, I saw you posted something about some shoes you bought mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear about those shoes. I just want to hear about your mm-hmm. personal story with those <laughs> shoes. It was just a really great post. And I went to the website of course, and I looked them up and I wanted to see how much it costs. And like, I wanted to do all this research on like, what are these shoes that she has been eyeing for so long? Um, but I want to know when you're ready to do the deep work, because this is a lot of deep work. If you were raised watching your father be really, really financially successful, but yet he had to sacrifice his marriage, his kids, everything, you're going to equate success with losing everything good in your life. That's deep work. 
to undo those beliefs of what you saw for that many years. Yep. And then believe you can actually have what you want, have a thriving relationship, have balance, have sleep, have a healthy body, a healthy immunity system, and also make buckets of money. Like that's deep work. So what are some of the like lighter sprinkle in things? And then maybe we can go into the actual process of rewiring the brain. Yeah, absolutely. I love that question. So yeah, I've got like a, a deep homework first, but if we're going to dive into that, I'll shift that over. Um, so, so what I recommend starting off with is when you have like, when you're like, okay, this, this is the shit I've gone through. I'm ready to release it. It's first just like, like this sounds so cheesy, but like honor it and own it. Like sometimes we would, before we dive in, we just like dive in and we don't give ourselves like that grace of, okay, this is going to be painful. This is going to be hard. I'm going to want to blame my dad. I'm going to want to do this, that, and the other. Uh, but I'm going to take responsibility for where I'm at as where I'm meant to be at and then go in. So I just want to preface with that. Um, that way you're going in from an open heart space um, and really ready to receive what you need to work through. And then it's really picturing that version of yourself. So we kind of want to, before we dive in, we want to set an intention. We want to figure out who you're stepping into. So that way, when we start to uncover, we know the direction we're going once we uncover versus uncovering it when it comes to money mindset. It's like, okay, this is what I uncovered. What next? So say that intention is by visualizing who you want to be. Like, who is that version of you that you dream of, that you see traveling the world in her private jet or even living in my, my dream is a living in a, a custom teeny home in the mountains of Colorado. Like whatever that That's yours? You. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, That's my super. husband and I are actually like in the process of like designing our TV home. <laughs> oh my God, because I just had a thought. I actually have a friend who's on the podcast. Yeah. Her, she's yeah. at Rebel Nutrition, if you know her. She no. had a tiny home. It's in Colorado, and she was trying to sell it. Stop it. Yes. Oh, goosebumps, goosebumps. This is how manifestation works. I mean, maybe oh, this isn't the dream one right. for you, but still, I you speak it. what you want, and then look at uh, this connection. There you go. Look at that girl. See, that's how it works. So just, just that easy, guys. Um, yeah, so it's it's really yeah, figuring out who you want to become. Um, how does she show up? How does she act? How does she feel? How does she think about her upbringing? How does she think about um, her life like in the current moment? So it's really just like, okay, where am I going? And that person I'm stepping into. I call it the future you, like the future Susie, the future Madeline, whoever that is. And then holding that like embodying that future you as you go in there. Because when you go into it as the higher version of yourself, it's just your higher, the higher you, like your guide, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, um, you're stepping up into the best version that who you were created to be during this lifetime. So when you go down into that deep work, you're coming out of a place of like, of understanding, of patience. Because if that future abundant you is patient, is loving, you're going to go into that deep work feeling that. And so when you're moving through it, you're coming at it with a little more self-love, um, a little more patience for what your parents taught you and not like, oh my God, why did you fuck me up in my money story? Um, and, and really moving through it in that place is going to help you because when it talks about money or any childhood stuff, we, we tend to be resentful um, and which blocks us when we come in with resistance. So that's just a little thing that anyone can do. Bef like Even if you're listening to this right now, and you're like, ew, money, manifestation, yuck, yuck, yuck. This is so uncomfortable. Like, I'd sit with that. Like, I'd sit with that and think, okay, where, like, is that the future me saying that? Or is that the past 
me saying that? Is that the me who grew up with parents who didn't have a lot of money or whatever that is? And kind of just sit with that and then th- and just don't even think about diving into your money story yet. Just think about who that higher version of you is right now. Like like mm-hmm. embody her. I'm going to put a little spin on this into like feminine yeah. and masculine terms. Brilliant. Um, so my teachers taught me something called Drala. And Drala, I cannot provide the exact definition, but Drala, the best way I can describe it as what they taught us is for the feminine, think about how you want to be opened in this world. Like, how do you want to be revealing, revealed actually in this world? How do you want to be seen? How do you want the world to respond to you? And so you take your deepest truth. Like for me at the time, I think like I want... I want to be fully opened to the whole world through, um, gosh, what did I say? Yeah, we're really going down into this like rabbit hole here. But basically mine was about like, I'm going to just be very blunt. Like I want the world to fuck me open and just like love all over me. Mm-hmm. Like it was around, it was around that family of things. Yeah. But I, I like just it. really wanted to feel like the world was constantly fucking me open. Like I wanted to feel full of love, full of the divine. Like I wanted to feel like, oh the presence of the world was constantly in me and nourishing me and loving me and like taking me into the depths of like mm-hmm. vulnerability and sex and love and God. And um, Drala is about everything you do in this life should be by, should be guided by that. So how does a woman who wants to be fucked by the world and opened and feeling full of light and the ocean and the forest. How does she cook a meal? Like things as simple as that. How does she make the bed? How does she have a closet? How does she drive her car? And so whenever I, like I did this today, I was noticing I was walking really fast and I was just observing my, myself through the, the lens of someone else. And I, was, I, was, I walked past this man walking his dog. And I imagined I'm the woman rushing past him, rushing with my dog. I'm the woman who's always rushing really fast. No judgments, nothing wrong with that. But I do that. I walk fast. And I was noticing, like, what would Drala say in this moment? Am I rushing and walking so fast that the world doesn't have time to fuck me open and love me? And I didn't change anything. I continued to walk fast because I made that choice full of sovereignty. I needed to get somewhere. But I was just observing that, like, that in that moment, how you show up in the world is how you're going to show up in everything. And Drala is like, even right now, how am I holding my body? Am I opening my body in a way that's, like, open to this conversation physically? Am I embodying the spirit of openness. And I think we can link this back to manifestation of if I want to, if we think about like Drala in the terms of being an abundant, successful woman, how does abundant, successful woman make her bed? Does she do it fast and anxious? Like, I need to hurry and make my bed so I can have my breakfast. Or she does she do it with like confidence and ease knowing that whether or not she makes her bed, whether or not she makes it at all or makes it perfectly doesn't really matter to her success because she's aligned and she's focused. So like, I think Drala is also a really beautiful way to think about this in terms of abundance as well. And it's just a beautiful word. Oh my gosh. That was like beautiful. Like, I'm like, can you just like explain that to me every day when I wake up, when I'm moving too fast, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's, it's so true. It's, it's really like, what is she doing? That future you, like the, who has manifested everything she wants. Like, 
what is she doing? Does she talk badly about herself? No, probably not. And if so, she snaps out of it because she knows that that's not the person that she's continuously stepping into. So I love that, Madeline. Like that was a beautiful um, analogy to be able to explain like exactly that. Like that relates to every scenario that you're trying to improve in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, would you be talking bad to yourself if the world was literally like fucking you open? No. Yeah. No. No, no the world is inside you. Like you can't do that. It's you and the world. Like what is bad? What could possibly be bad or imp- yeah. like, or yeah, or just low confident about that. Like that's the most confident you could ever be. <laughs> You're oh, the one it. the world is like giving all of its love and attention to. Okay. Anyways. Oh, so good. redirecting this. I want to ask about, um, you are a very tell it like it is human being, which I love about you, but you also have a harmony with holding space for the pain that people do go through. And I think that we're mirrors to each other in that way. Like, I think mm-hmm. maybe that's why we Agreed. relate to each other so much is because we totally both really value that. <laughs> and so I'm curious when it comes to these beliefs around money, say someone really wants to create a business. I hear this all the time in my coaching calls, like I really want to create this business, but I need to do this first. I need to do this first and I need to do this first. And those things really aren't things that need to be done first. Really what needs to be done first is you just believe that you're worthy of having this business. And also we can interchange that with having this money. Mm-hmm. To what extent do you want people to feel like a victim? None, not at all. Or do you think there's a time and a place to feel like a victim in a situation? And how do you coexist with honoring and shining light on the places where you have been, let's just use the word wronged, while also not letting that hold power over you and getting on with it and just starting, like starting the manifestation, starting the building the business and not stay in that land forever. Yeah. No, I, I, um, I'm, yeah, I'm all about that tough love. So when it comes to relating to starting that, just starting to create the life you want, um, and we're talking about specifically money or the business, um, zero time for victimhood, like zero. Um, I firmly believe if you've gotten fucked over financially, I'm sure if you look back, there were probably some red flags that you were putting your head in the sand and ignoring. Like it just, it just is like, I, I know that's like, might be like a total, like, painful to hear for some people, but it's true. Um, and use it as a lesson to learn, not to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. That was so stupid. I'm just going to sit in this forever and, and bitch about how that person fucked me over with money or took all my money. Like, where has that gotten you so far? Like, where has sitting in victim gotten you? If you're like, well, not really far. I'm still where I'm at, still complaining about everything that's happened to me. Um, and if you're wanting to create a business um, and you're like, oh, but, you know, I've gone to college and put my time in, um, got my dream job, what I thought was my dream job. You know, I've been here for five years and, you know, I've got a family to feed. I've got all these things, right? And they're sitting in their victim to their circumstances. And in the end, guess who created the circumstances? The person did. And so when we have those kind of excuses and those reasons to sit in our shit, I like to say, um, is we are actually doing a disservice to those around us. So for the one who has a family and they're not going after their passions or they're not tapping into the ability to make more money or whatever that is that they're sitting in victimhood in, you're modeling to those around you, hey, I'm not worthy of doing what I desire and what I deserve. So that means you aren't either. When we are not owning who we are supposed to be, we are telling everyone 
I'm not worthy, so you're not worthy because I'm a human and you're a human. I'm a, a soul, you're a soul. So when we choose to sit in that that low point and continuously feed the stories, we are doing ourselves no good and everyone around us no good. Mm. Preach. Preach. <laughs> this is so important. I think mommies forget yeah. this all the time because they're not taught this. They're not taught that. No. When you are taking care of your health, your dreams, your body, your future, it has a direct impact on every person oh that you touch. A hundred percent. And like, think about it. If you go after your dreams and, and, and tap into like, okay, how can I provide more value in the world to make more money? You are showing your kids like, Hey, I'm fucking super mom and I'm raising your asses. I'm taking you to school. And guess what? I'm providing value in the world and making a shit ton of money, which means you can too, mm. which means you can make a life, a living doing what you want to do kids like and then but it's like it, I actually just had this conversation on a group call last night with a mom and she was like fuck I didn't realize I was doing that I was like mm. if you don't want to she was fearful of fucking up her kids so she overcompensated by giving them lots of validation and I was like have you validated yourself and given yourself love well no well then what are you telling your kids to do for themselves so that's it, it, it she was like dead um and it's so it's realizing okay Especially moms, like if I want to not fuck up my kids, just do what you are meant to do in this life and you will not fuck up your kids. Like you'll fuck them up. That's guaranteed. But like when it comes to chasing their passions, and their purpose, you've got to be the leader. And that means taking action on creating the life that you dream of. If the vision is in you, it is for you, period. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I like that a lot. Um. I want before I go into my next question. I want to make sure that we get into what the deep dive homework is that you mentioned. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yay. Okay. So, so this comes around. Um, so going back to your, let's say the example of your parents. Um, you had a lot of money stories and a lot of money struggles, and maybe they even got divorced because of money, whatever that is, or they had a lot of money and blah blah. So, in order to get through, um, what your courage. Current, current luggage is. So everyone's carrying around a lot of like dusty ass luggage that's busting at the seams filled with money stories. So we're talking specifically about money. So on a piece of paper, you're going to put a line down the center. And on the left side, you're going to write unserving old money stories. And you're going to brain dump. This is when you're coming to it from an open space. You're going to brain dump everything that you were ever told about money that doesn't feel good. Like you're like, money doesn't grow on trees. You have to save, save, save. You've got to work three jobs in order to make a lot of money. Um, whatever that is, like don't overspend or don't buy things unless it's on sale, which was one of my stories growing up. Thanks mom. Make more, um, make more money, have to pay more taxes. Yeah, that's the first thing as you're I'm like writing this down oh and the, the first thing that comes up for me and I'm just realizing this right now because that's something my dad is always like, oh, the bracket, the bracket when you get into this is like so much more. And I think that's something that from going to the next level has subconsciously kind of held me back from dreaming bigger, especially like living in a different city where everything is a little bit more taxed, like the, yeah. the, the tax here in New York City is higher. And I think yeah. tax because of my father. Like, I couldn't give two shits. Like, if I have to pay more because I'm making more, it doesn't matter. I'm making more. But because yep. that's such a thing in his life that makes him so upset, I've absorbed that. Yeah, and you might not own it. And that's the thing about old stories. That's why going through this is, like, really important. Even if you're like, I know my stories. I know my blocks. 
but actually like you might know them, but they're still sitting in your subconscious mind. Like they're still down there, like keeping you on, you're unaware of it, but it might be keeping you from making that extra hundred K a year, an extra 200 K a year, whatever that is that you're trying to increase. Like having that behind you is, could be a huge blind spot. So thank you, Madeline, for sharing that. That's like, that's a, a big thing to realize something. Oh shit, that's still there. Um, so that's, that's super cool. So writing down, yeah, all those stories of, yeah, like mine was, um, only buy things and they're on sale. So I always saw my mom trying on, um, nice clothes cause she, you know, worked a corporate job. She was like a boss lady in there. That's what, this is what blew my mind. Um, very successful, but she'd put on an outfit, like a suit back in the nineties, you know, and she, it looked so good on her. And she'd look at the price tag and she'd be like, nope, I'll come back next week when it's on sale. And so I saw her light up in this beautiful suit, but I'm not worthy enough of this price tag. So I'm not going to buy it until it's on sale. And then what happens? We go back the next week. It's not there. And so it's that, that was like a huge story for me that I had to like, like that's why the shoes were a big deal for me. Um, I had to own my worth. And if something made me feel good, no matter the price tag, if it was just like, yeah, this makes me feel really fucking good and I'm worthy of this, I do it. Um, not an excessive, there's, you have to learn obviously the, the balance between the two. So writing down all this brain dumping, get them out. And then on the right side of the paper, you're going to write down my new serving money stories. So you're going to flip every single negative story. So if it is, um, you know, you had to work three jobs to make a lot of money. Your new story is I work three hours a week and I make all the money I want. Mm -hmm. Again, you're not going to believe it right now because your subconscious mind and your ego is going to be like, yeah, but when, but how, but why? That's not the point of this. The point of this is just to get it out and see your new story. That's it. I just want your subconscious mind to be like, okay, this is where we're going. Just baby steps. So doing that to every single one of your stories. And so then when you're going about your day and you've got even like carry this around your pocket if you need to, like get cray cray with this. So anytime you hear an old story come up in your, in your mind, the, oh my gosh, like that, that bill, that bill costs so much, like don't, don't spend that much. That's stupid. And so think your new, well, you'll think, okay, what would my new story be for this? Because this is in my stomach. This is feeling really heavy, which means I know it's a lower vibration. How can I get this, this current situation up into my chest where you're going to feel expansive, where you're going to feel lighter, more higher vibe. So in that moment, think, what can my new story be? And if it's a story that you previously wrote down, pull out your piece of paper and read it. So every time you choose these newer serving thoughts, What's happening is the neurons in your brain. So you have previously with all your old stories, even if you don't repeat them a lot, they're still back there. Um, they have, they fire together. So they have actually like hardwired. That's why they're automatic. That's why we, some people pay their, you know, rent. They're like, Oh God, that's so much money. And it's like, yeah, you said that last month and the month before and the month before, because it's an automatic feeling that your neurons just automatically pull out for you. It's like, Oh, pay the bill. This is how she feels. That's why it's like, why do I think that every time I pay a bill? Because you haven't undone those neurons and refire to new ones. So every time you choose those new stories, you flip the old stories, you're actually unwiring the neurons in your brain and refiring and rewiring new empowering stories. Enough where if you do this consistently over time, 
the goal is to get the gap smaller and smaller of how many automatic negative thoughts you have to then having automatic positive empowering thoughts and it works you guys like it's unbelievable if you are consistent you'll be able to like if you do this do this for let's say 30 days you not even that I've like I've seen people within a few days be able to catch themselves so fast 30 days just give me 30 days and you will see a huge difference in how you react to paying a bill and how you react to spending money on a five dollar fucking avocado like whatever Mm -hmm. it is you will respond differently which means that it's not that you're just dumping money and take all my money no it's you're actually choosing to raise your vibrations which means the universe it's just cyclical money. It goes in a cycle. So when you put money out, you get it back. When you put money out, you get it back. So the universe is like, Oh, well she's, she's mm-hmm. serving the world. She's putting money out there. I'll make sure that I bring it back to her. It just, it's, it's, it's impossible to skip over that cycle because everything is just constantly moving, constantly growing. Um, so that's a way to like, to, to get it out there, brain dump it, but then also rewire the, the, the hardwire in your brain to better serve where you're going. Mm, I have so many thoughts about this. Yes, yes, yes. This is 100% true. Um, I mean, I I remember one time where I made my biggest investment at the time. It was $1,200 into a two-day thing. It was a two-day retreat, no accommodation, no food, nothing is covered. And I remember being like, I I care more about investing and putting my money down into this than knowing where it's going to come from, that money. And I was beginning my coaching practice. This was quite a few years ago. And I remember I created a client the very next day after I put the money down. The very oh. next day, same amount of money. Same amount oh of money. God, I love it. And, and I was just like, boom. Like I, I made that money back immediately. But I took the leap first because I was like, I am a woman who knows that she is worthy of having an experience like this to build my career. Because going to a retreat like this is going to expose me to people. It's going to take me on a trip. It's going to bring me joy. It's going to have all these other side effects that I cannot quite see because I wasn't focusing on what am I getting? I'm getting two days. What? Said I was focusing on like all the other things. I'm getting all these people. I'm getting all this, all these tools, these learnings, these teachings. I'm getting a new energy from being around this teacher, like all this. Um, and then I had an ex-boyfriend who once told me money is like germs. You wash it off and it comes back. You wash it off and it comes back. And that stuck with me so intently like I I just think about that all the time about how money really just washes it's in waves and I know it's probably a little bit different for people who have nine to five jobs and a steady paycheck like it's more predictable but especially for people who are not in that position and they are creating their own thing and they're they're branching out and of course it comes with some fear of not having that steady paycheck but that fear can be short 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 term and especially if you just sit you have and you wait and of course, a miracle says that you can wait and wait. Those who are certain of the outcome can afford to wait and wait without anxiety. A fucking man. That's like one of my favorite things out of that. It's like, that's such a game changer. It's surrendering. Like surrender, yeah. surrender some more and just know that you're taken care of. And like, what are you I'm, in human oh. design? Oh my, can you guess? Can you guess? Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to say something with a generator, like, I think manifesting generator. I am. I'm totally. Manif- oh I am like God. a. I am like a straight up full blown manifesting generator. Okie dokie. Makes so much sense. So I'm a projector. So while all of oh, this, that makes like, so much sense. Yeah, yes, it, it, I can see that. I have to. So I absolutely. I mean, I built my own business, so there has been a lot of like going out and creating, but also, mm-hmm. especially having this very useful information of what human design I am. And this is like the first time I've talked about this on the podcast. So for anyone that is confused, I will be talking a lot more about this. I'm doing all these trainings. Yeah, I'm doing all these trainings in human design, which is great. Um, But 
for projectors, it's all about waiting for the invitation. So I really have to, like my karma in this lifetime is to know what I want, but also wait, 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 wait. And that's why as people are going out and creating their businesses, it's really wonderful, no matter if you're a projector or anything else, to have some sort of job that's bringing in that consistent money so you can let your new gift, your, your new business, whatever you're pursuing, grow at a pace that feels really free and expansive and not limited and constricting like make me money now that is probably is that like a cock block to manifesting oh my god like I'm just like yes um yes like that is such a big block when we think about this when we've got that boyfriend in our life and we've got a rope around him and we're like love me love me love me why don't you love me and they're like you're fucking nuts go away and they resist you the same thing happens when we have a business and we're like clients come to me come to me where are they at why are we not making money and like people are like oh why are you weird why are you setting off like this pheromone that's making me sick like it's like no joke when we cling to the results of something we are like we are throwing this energetic like waterproof, fireproof wall up that's keeping anything from coming in. So personally, when I was years ago, when I first two first started my business, I was doing that. I was like, yeah, I, I want to make more clients. Where are the clients at? All of this. And I was doing just fine. But I, you know, you get in that like cycle of, but this, but that. And the moment that I like really surrendered, it was just like, you know what? Nope. This doesn't feel good. I feel like I'm resisting. I'm pushing. This is totally out of alignment with who I am and what I know to be true when it comes to manifestation. This was kind of when I first started manifestation. And so I kind of did like a little test on myself. And I remember, I have it in my journal. I remember saying out loud, I surrender. I am taken care of. I know that the universe is going to provide me because at this moment, I choose to raise my energy, focus on what I have right now and knowing that more will come. And I literally the next day I had a one-on-one, my highest level paying client sign up mm-hmm. like the next day and I was just like, well, fuck this works. And from then on, it was like a rabbit hole of studying law of attraction, the brain and all of that. Like it really is true. You guys, if you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe just you guys like, just, just give it a try, really surrender and release the win, the how, the why and magic will happen. And there's no, co- I do not believe in coincidence. I do not believe in serendipity. It all was there for a reason. Like everything that is, will come to you, will come to you, but we can't put up like fake walls because the universe is, doesn't work like that. It's going to keep going. It's going to forget about you, mm-hmm. right? Like it's good. It's just going to keep doing its fucking thing. Like it's not going to be like, here's a lesson about putting it on your wall. It doesn't give a fuck. So knowing that, okay, I have to look out for myself and give my energy to the universe to let it flow into it. Let me do that. And you will see results fast. Yeah. And when things aren't going according to like, you know, earlier in this call, I was talking about how I've had this triggering situation pop up over and over. And this particular situation has the capability to put me into a state of absolute, like my not self, so to say, as what human design calls it, like my not self, I just get really, um, really bitter. And like, I mean, I too can feel, yeah, I just feel bitter. Like I can get bitter and down on myself and, um, go inward. And one of my things, and like, this is a huge part of manifestation and the law of attraction is not letting these external 
circumstances. And this can be what someone says about you, a mean email you received, you coming on Facebook Live and speaking your truth and someone saying your truth is terrible or like you don't know what you're saying. Like, you know, whatever. Not That's not my situation, but, but that <laughs> comes up for me, like this thought of those are some things that I can imagine people experience when they're creating a business or they've been doing a business for 20 years that could, it's external and it can really affect their internal world. And one of the, the greatest teachings, one of the greatest teachings I am right now experiencing by the universe, the universe is teaching me through all these triggers how to be fiercely devoted to my internal peace, no matter what my listeners, my followers, my clients my retreaters, anybody in my life that I do care about says about me that is negative because I really, really value the words and the opinions of my clients about me because I want them to resonate with me. And human design has also really been helping me with that, like knowing that recognition will come from my people. Mm. But my greatest teacher right now is how do I stay true to my own inner peace even as corny as that sounds it's so true like instead of letting the anxiety and the frustration and and going over the story in my head over and over and over playbook like this is what happened this is what she said and this is what happened like blah 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 releasing that and knowing this is not worth my time this is going to distract me from my purpose and and not even purpose put that to the side for a second just my peace my human right of peace and I think this is just so closely related to manifestation because we can get off track with believing in abundance whenever we let these external situations have the power to control our internal world, which is where all the manifestation happens. Yeah. And we wonder why like nothing happens. And we're like, but but so-and-so did this, so they did that. Well, yeah, because you're letting them control how you are showing up. You're letting them control how you think about yourself, which means you're letting the universe just bypass delivering what it needs to deliver you because you've now brought in someone else's energy or or even brought yours down because of it. Yeah, I love that, Madeline. Like just as a I'll, – I'll make this part short because I know we're going to wrap up here. But like when I go through these periods where my internal world feels – oh, sorry. Can you hear that? I'm no. like, okay, like New York is crazy with all the cars honking. Um, real life. Hashtag real life. Real life. Um, <laughs> when I go through those periods, it's so funny. And I know this always happens. Like my inbox for people who want to work with me is it's a dry spell. Nothing happens. It's like they're not even around. They have no idea what's happening. They have no idea what's going on in my world and the anxiety that I'm feeling about this particular trigger or stress. And yet – People feel it. It's like the universe in a way I think is protecting me actually. Like we don't want to bring you any people to work with during this time because you're a sensitive little soul and you need to feel your feelings. Let it all out. But the minute where I do decide, you know what, I'm free from this, all these people are emailing me and they're like, oh, I want to work with you or I love I love your show or whatever it may be. But it's so on point every time. Oh my God. Every time, like it's, I, I'm a firm believer um, that you are, well, our energy is obviously like y'all connect somehow on some sort of wavelength, but it's true when we, when we have a low vibration, we, the other people are our future clients. They're sitting there on a whole different wavelength. So of course, when we are shooting out our low vibe little arrows, we ain't going to hit them. We're not going to have them feel that pull to us. And so when we do have that in alignment, loving what we're doing, really stepping into our purpose, 
we're on the same vibration. So that's when those, you know, emails you get, like, I know I just felt really called to email you. I really want to work with you. I'm not really like, I think now's the time. And you're like, because my vibrations are high. Like, it's just, it's literally how it's a hundred percent girl. That's exactly how it works. <laughs> mm. uh, I just love speaking with you. Thank you for all this beautiful oh, insight. Um, okay. So where can people connect with you online? You have an amazing, tell me if this is still up, but you have mm. an amazing free gift about getting your, um, your business, like the business building checklist. Is that still up? Yes. Oh, it's well, so, um, so brilliant. Yeah, I do, but I've got it's kind of probably not updated because I I bring more people to the money guide. Um, mm. You could check out both. I think I think the business ones on there. Um, but let me hold on. Let's let's see. let me tell you where to follow here. Come come follow me over on Instagram. I am Taylor Simpson. Um, and then let me see if I've got that business checklist. Let's see. Let's see. I actually <laughs> give that to my clients often I have I'm like I send them the link and I'm like hey go sign up for this because you're getting started with the business and this is just like a really brilliant okay, yeah. pdf for it because it's oh I love it you did such a good job like you, you're, you're amazing such a manifesting generator you're all over God. the place doing all these different things it I love fits you. you to a t I love you so, yes here it is so it's the taylor simpson.com slash free um and that's the online business building checklist it's yeah it's like a just straight up organized must-have checklist. Um, thank you for asking about that. I need to like share that more. Well, and I'm a conductor. Then, I'm seeing it within yeah, you. I'm like, you oh need my to god, share this. I love that. And then I have. I also have. If you, if anyone's interested um, in really tapping into their money mindset, there's another one. TheTaylorSimpson.com/slash/money. So go go get just some free goodies. Free and goodies. thanks, thank you, Madeline, for sharing that. You are so welcome. And I will make sure I have the links to all of those on the show notes for this. MaddieMoon.com/slash/Taylor-Simpson. Okay, divine deep dive round time. Oh, juicy! Yes, bring it. Okay, this is whatever comes up for you first. Okay. Good instinct. Okay. Who would you consider to be one of your most profound teachers? My grandfather. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> what do you want to be praised for more than anything? My light. What is one must-read book? The Power of Now. If you could be any person for a full day, who would you choose to be and what's the first thing you would do? Oh, my Lord. That's a toughie. Okay. Um, who would I choose to be? Who would I choose to be? What comes to mind, this is hysterical. Wow. It's Beyonce. Just because <laughs> I just want – it's, like, so materialistic and so, like, she's just a badass. Like, I think behind the scenes, she's just, like – a brilliant human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so for some reason, I'm sure I could find someone way more like <laughs> for realties, but she comes to mind. There no, I think go. that would be an exceptional experience to like be in the mind of Beyonce, the body yeah. of Beyonce and like her creativity and what comes up yes. for you and like your cooking breakfast, like just see what thoughts she has. Yeah, that'd be great. But, but I also bet she has a lot of like issues and a lot of struggles because the pressure's mm-hmm. on her. Like I kind of want to like figure out what her challenges are. Mm, that's <laughs> true. Yeah. I would love to hear more about her challenges. Like yeah. she should have a podcast. Maybe she does. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has a podcast now. Okay. <laughs> What's your favorite form of movement? You are such a fitness queen over there. Gosh, yes. Um, right now, one of my favorite forms of movement is I actually do five minutes every single morning of 
consistent over and over again, sun salutations. Mm. So I, it's just like, it lights me up. It's hard. It's challenging. Um, it, it forces me to be present and feel each movement. So right now, like that's like my, my thing every morning. Oh, that's such a good thing. I just yeah. moved into my new apartment. So I finally have like a, like a, a space to do yoga. And the first thing I did really, one of the first things was rolled out my yoga mat. And oh. did yoga, and it was so healing. It's, oh, so good! I mean, just it—it's like I am definitely no yogi, but just like making up your own moves feels so good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, that also feels that. very manifestor, gen, manifesting generator of you. <laughs> I, it does. I just go with the flow. <laughs> it's so cool. I love to observe people and their types, and just kind of like see, hear what they say and see how it relates back to that, like how they are living girl, life and how they are living girl. their type. Oh, if you ever want to pick, if you ever want me to like, I am literally the definition of a manifesting generator. When I watched a video of it, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like the thoughts I have are hysterical, but they're so true now. Like, so if you ever need a test bunny, I'll be more than happy to be your test bunny. <laughs> Hold on one second. My ringer is going off. Someone's like, are you good? Hold on. Okay, there we go. What is one key investment you've made under $10,000? Like the best key investment over the past year? I under 10,000? Yeah. Oh my. Um, this has been like my year of like big, big stuff. Um, oh gosh. Under 10,000. Um, I got probably going, like paying for my flights to go to, um, Lori Harder's event to my mastermind. So I guess the flight, I mean, I've invested in like a mastermind and a few coaches, but yeah. Is that like a <laughs> flying? I've been doing a lot of flying. Yeah, that's an investment. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we, I've, I've been doing a lot of flying to get to these places that allow me uh, to grow. There you okay. go. Okay, last question what? I'll ask. Who is one key woman to learn from? Who is one key woman to learn from? A woman that really inspires you, any woman. I would, I would say my mom. Hmm. Yeah, just because she's a mirror to what I don't like about myself and what I do like about myself. Well, what is like a – I mean, I love this answer. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It's so sweet. What is a woman like, that other okay. people know that they could they could also like check? I don't know if like everyone I, can have access I to love, your mom. I know, right? I love my granddaddy. I love my mommy. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> really fucking funny. Um, <laughs> I crack myself up. Okay, so um, gosh, who could learn from um, – I mean, I, it, she's one of my mentors and I just, I love her light and what she's doing. It's, it's Lori Harder. Mm -hmm. I just, she, she's just amazing and she's walking her talk and she's a good friend of mine. So just knowing her as a human being as well behind the scenes, she is truly walking the talk of embodying your true purpose and doing it like fearlessly, like no matter what people are going to say about you, she does it. So definitely Lori Harder. Yay. Okay. Awesome. You have access to her, not my <laughs> mom. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I love this answer. And also maybe we can get another answer. Right. Wrong answer, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, thank you so much for coming on in the podcast. Like, I mean, I've already said it so many times, but I just really, I just really love your energy and who you are and how you show up and your messages. And I mean, like, more specifically, I really love the speed of which you talk. There's something about how like vibrant 
you are when you are speaking that I'm like totally absorbing that and I'm doing it back and I really just love that kind of energy so thank you for bringing your fullest self in the show Thank you so much. And I want to share, can I share one quick thing with you yeah. about manifestation and you? Yeah. So I, you, I, when I first started listening to podcasts, I discovered Madeline Moon's podcast, Mind Body Musings. And I said, one day I'm going to be on there and I'm going to jam with Miss Madeline Moon. So here oh. I am jamming with you. So thank you for being one of my manifestations. Oh my gosh. That is just making me smile ear to ear. Thank you. <laughs> That's really sweet. I love knowing I'm part, that, like, yeah, wow. That feels really, really, really good in my body. So thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I Everyone, if you want to check out her links and all of her free goodies and all the wonderful things she's up to, which you definitely should, go to maddiemooncom slash Taylor Simpson, and you can get all the show notes there. Reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. Leave a review on iTunes. And hope you loved this. Can't wait to hear your manifestation stories. And uh, maybe some of your struggles if you want to send them our way. And uh, we'd be happy to slow down and hear more about that journey with you. So you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will be back up with a new podcast episode next week. See you there. Bye. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.